0: Hi, this is Christian Cunningham from the All Founders Podcast. This wonderful podcast that I'm sure you all love has now widened its wings a little bit and moved into the realm of television on a beautiful business channel called Ticker TV. So you can check us out there and you can look at us while we're talking, or you can continue to listen to us on this wonderful platform and we'll be replaying it word for word straight onto the All Founders Podcast. Thank you for listening. As always, check us out, allfounders.co. We're here, we're everywhere, about 150,000 social media channels. Happy listening. On Ticker, you're
1: watching All Founders with Laura Raki and Christian Cunningham.
0: Good afternoon, all, and welcome to the All Founders Show. We're a show aimed at business owners, business leaders, and business founders, indeed. Uh, This all started with a podcast that did okay, that we were a little bit surprised by, and we thought we don't have enough pressure in our lives, so let's do a live TV show instead. I don't know if it's live today, but it will be at some point. We've been lucky enough to work with some very clever and interesting people over the years in our various businesses, and we thought we might be able to grab a few of those ideas and help a business or two move an inch or two forward. With all that said, I would like to introduce my very, very, very intelligent co-pilot, Laura Aki. How are you?
1: I am excellent, Christian. How are you?
0: Excellent. Is that you? Really excellent. <laughs> Always. That's yeah. a little bit, a little bit fast for me. Excellent. Um, this is a bit unusual, isn't it? Really. It is. It is. Oh well, let's just carry on. Here we go. Um, time will tell if this is a good idea, but uh, we're going to kick off with this show today. We're really excited with, to be involved with Ticket TV. And uh, I'll just say we jump into the first segment, how about it? So, we thought we'd get our sea legs with this TV caper um, and without doing anything too stressful. And so my first question to you is, is the corporate handshake dead?
1: Whew, really hitting the, <laughs> the really important topics today, Christian, aren't is we? Is the
0: corporate handshake uh, dead?
1: In a word, no.
0: Great, it's not great dead. Segment.
1: I've decided, that's it. Um, I'll tell you why because we've not been shaking hands for a few months yep. now and yep. it is still not at the point where that feels natural it feels very uncomfortable it is isn't it in a business setting not to kick off and end a meeting with a handshake
0: well the start of a meeting you see someone in the street even someone you know and you go I mean, your instinct is to just put your Absolutely. hand out you know and the origin of the handshake obviously is to check for weapons you know and so that yeah, yeah it was very. Very relevant to modern corporate <laughs> Maybe life. Maybe it is. <laughs> it's very relevant. So how long do you think it is? We're, we're talking about a, a, a bit of a weird world at the moment. How long do you think it is before people are walking in and comfortably shaking hands again?
1: I think as Doctor. soon it, <laughs> I, I really think that it will be one of the things to come back as quickly as possible. I think people are very keen to do it. Like I said, there's a lot of discomfort in a business setting, yep. not doing it right now. Yeah. I think it means a lot to people. Me.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I it, think you're right. It sets
1: a tone. It connects people. There's a the communication. There's a the locking of the eyes. It's sort of the good faith, you know, depending on the meeting.
0: Judge a lot by a handshake.
1: Absolutely. Oh God, do we ever. Judge everything by a handshake. It's all <laughs> over.
0: So, okay. Riddle me this: You do a lot of litigation um, in that wonderful business, LL Gold, which is a wonderful business. You come to the end of a litigation, and well, you take it from here. What's the, how important is that handshake when the oh, deal's it's, done?
1: It's my favourite <laughs> handshake. It is my favourite handshake when you've had you, you know you might have months or years of a litigation.
0: Yeah.
1: Often there's a mediation. Could be a second or third mediation. Yep. Could be in the
0: courtroom. Second or third mediation. Could be in it's the courtroom exhausting. lobby
1: that you do the deal.
0: Right. But
1: honestly, that. That, that handshake when the settlement deed is signed, where you, yeah. where you shake the lawyer's oh. hand on the other side and you say well done, we've got it done, shake the other side's hand, delicious. I don't want to lose that, That's I a like delicious that. a handshake, yeah, the yeah. winning handshake, yeah, yeah.
0: The, the sort of, like sometimes you obviously, there's a win-win and yes. sometimes it's a win very much yes. loss. Um, but, but
1: I feel like the handshake is, it's a separation of, of the deal. Well, but also it's a separation of the person you are coming in with the business head and, and as a lawyer or a, uh, or a business leader, yeah. you shake a hand and that actually is you as a human being and that's actually why I think people like it so much.
0: So you take away all the background props and it just yep. becomes two humans dealing with each other. Exactly. I like it. I like it. This is really heavy lifting stuff. Um, the, the, the next thing I think that, and this is something I'm putting on the hit list, and this is In the frame of a racky rant, what about the corporate kiss?
1: (laughs) Kill it. It's got to go.
0: How awkward is the corporate kiss? I've never understood it.
1: It is the worst. (laughs) I cannot believe it still exists. And if anything good comes out of this pandemic, it's that there will never be a corporate kiss again.
0: I think you should get off the fence and have an opinion. I'm going to ask you again, Laura Racky. Should the corporate kiss be removed?
1: Get rid of it. Corporate kiss. (laughs) debt
0: <laughs> the rocky rant so what happens when you've got a, a, a connection between two people and they're meeting and that one doesn't want to shake hands and wonder what's oh, out, the awkward you know the i reckon one in two interactions are exactly like that with the corporate kids yeah. i reckon it's a total disaster it is yeah right. it is okay so
1: we've solved the the problems of the world today you having fun yet handshakes back in asap
0: I've no Corporate idea how kiss, we're going time or anything, like, we're, just, we're just sort of making this up as we <laughs> go along by the way, so um, I'm just going to carry on and we'll just keep whatever. Please do. So, I think there's a really important set of questions coming up for businesses um, and over the next group of, uh, of episodes, I think we'll be getting into some heavier stuff, but today I really wanted to talk about returning teams post-COVID yep. now. We deal with businesses that are national. We, we've got different states that are doing different things right now. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you look over to New Zealand and you look into Asia and you look in the US and there's, so there's a whole mix of what companies are allowed to do and what they can and can't yeah. do. But I'm going to just take a little jump forward and say we're based in Victoria. Right now, you basically, if you can work from home, you must work from home and you can't go back in the office. But in the time when people can come back to the office, I want you to put not your legal advice hat on, but just a little bit of legal framework
1: no legal advice. No, no legal, legal advice. advice.
0: No legal advice. <laughs> a little bit of a legal framework uh, thought around what are some of the office-based requirements that companies have to think about yep. coming back.
1: So you want me to deal with the boring stuff, do you? The
0: boring stuff.
1: Right. Look, oh, the starting point is this, and obviously, you know, <laughs> this <isn't> is boring. <laughs>
0: it's exciting.
1: I'll say the word. It's unprecedented. So. <laughs> Everyone's just scratching concerned. and pulling, pulling together policies and all sorts of things. Yeah. The government's done a really good job. There's websites with lots and lots of guidance. Yep. I'd say this, right? As an employer, don't forget, your, your starting point with your team is to make sure they have a safe workplace. Yep. I'm pretty sure there's going to be no question that making sure your workplace is COVID safe is part of your requirements yep. as an employer. Yep.
0: No, that's 100% so, right. So there's a lot of legality that needs to go in between. Absolutely. And, yeah.
1: and I think that the real risk is a lot of businesses just you know, whack um, some COVID safe principles on the fridge or on the front door and yep. they don't actually- l- Don't live and yep. breathe them, yep. Yep. right? So you actually, I think you should probably appoint someone in your business to be the COVID champion.
0: Oh, I, I have a right? point about that. I think that can't just be anyone. I actually think more than ever now, this OHS champion around COVID has to be
1: It's super serious, right? So I know I'm being facetious champion, but this is, what I say to my clients is- It's a big deal. If things go wrong, you should have what I would call the the pillars of defense, the dossier that you can pick up.
0: Now you're wading into legal advice here, be careful. But
1: you know, (laughs) it's not gonna help you if something goes wrong that you say, oh, we had a policy. Well, so what, right? The policy isn't enough you need processes, yep. you need to be reviewing it. Is this working? Are we complying? And the number one thing, so again, go on the government websites, get yep. your head around all of that. Yep. But at the end of the day, human beings, as beautiful as we are, we're essentially pretty selfish people. Sometimes. My view is, <laughs> my view is, <laughs> that if you want the people in your team to comply with yep. the policy, yep. you actually have to make it personal and you need there to be consequences for their failure to comply. So how
0: do you do that? How do you nail it to someone to, cause you're gonna have a, a percentage of people that are just not gonna yep. take it seriously. Yep. And so how do you do it?
1: So I would say you, you should have detailed policies. Everyone needs yep. to know what they are. Yep. And I would be saying to your team this year and maybe every year when we're doing our performance reviews, yep. there will be and a lot of businesses should already have, yeah, depending on do. the the type of business, yeah. an OH&S portion of your reviews. And you say, we will be checking out your performance against this element.
0: So you make it a KPI. It's a KPI. You make it a requirement for them to either be promoted. Frankly, I mean, let's be honest. Let's, let's, let's sort of step behind the curtain here. There are very serious consequences for directors around OH&S yep. that are not widely known in yep. businesses. Yep. Um, the worst of those is very, very heavy. Now, Well, there'll
1: like, be workplace manslaughter legislation coming in very, very soon in Victoria.
0: sounds like about the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. It is scary, but let's not wade into that. No, that's right. So there are very, very serious, and even just for people who, and we can do this another day, but uh, for people who are acting in certain levels of yep. responsibility, this is not a joke. Nope. This is not something that is just layers of paperwork for the sake of busy work, right? This is the real deal, and if people come back No one knows what the fallout of this last few months or the next three months is going to be from a legal point of view. And certainly when you're suddenly shoulder to shoulder in in an office that was, you know, not fit for purpose. So I think that we have to be. So, okay, you tell me, what does an employer do now? They've got a business of 30, 40, 50 people coming back, maybe in a few months' time. They've got a bit of time to prepare. Um, What are the top three things that they could do?
1: Well, have a policy strategy. Yep. Make sure it's communicated and understood. Yeah, yeah. I think there's more than three things, there's always more. Well, than top three, top three. Okay, so have your policy, make sure the team understand it and mm. they have the tools to implement it. It's yes. not good enough to say workstations must be clean and you don't give wipes and spray and all yep. the hand yep. sanitizer and stuff. You know, yeah. make it possible, make the space workable, um, and then put it into practice. Review it, yep. review your team. Have team leaders sitting down and making sure. Okay, are we actually doing this? Are, are we walking the talk? The talk. Okay, and if people aren't going to play by the rules, then they can get a warning letter. That actually yep. should be a performance yep. issue. So, really, really boring, but super duper important, um, and, and and pretty. It's simple.
0: It is. It is simple because all the framework is there to follow. Like the framework the is
1: there, but it's actually making sure that people are implementing in practice. So, you know. Your team, um, obviously the leaders in the business, they're always going to follow the leaders. Yep. So you've got to actually set the, the example.
0: So that's you can't be in there shaking hands, slapping
1: backs, point. you know, being a mess, um, and then expecting your team to follow. So the you're rules. saying lots
0: of leadership training is that what you're
1: saying? <laughs> so much leadership <laughs> training. Anyway. All fantasy. That's the boring training. stuff. I yeah. would be more interested in your views on actually, um, you know, the little issues that are gonna arise when all of these people, we've all been home in our little bunkers. Very weird. And all of a sudden, we're gonna be let loose on each other in these offices. Sounds
0: a little bit, yes.
1: But you know, we're we're humans and we're not robots. We're not all coming back into this office farm.
0: So what's the question?
1: How is, well, I assume it's gonna be a real real issue for employers. Of course it is. What do you think's gonna happen? What do we have to worry about?
0: Okay. So it, it hit everyone between the eyes. No one expected it, no one had planned for it. There's a whole bunch of things that would have been nice to do a year ago that are now necessary to do as yeah. far as work from home, as far as flexibility and all these things. Dealing with lots of different companies, talking to a few in the lead up to this conversation, it, the, the, they've been staggered by the amount of people that have come back to them in the last few months saying, we want to work flexibly. So, to what re- a shock. No, but I think a lot, of, there was the novelty factor at the start First six weeks. Yeah. No one's done this before for six weeks. They're working from home, like this is cool, provided you don't have children. Um, and then all of a sudden they're like, this is actually not as cool. Like yeah. there's a bit of fatigue, there's Zoom, Zumba party fatigue. And, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to motivate teams through a video screen, it really is. Yeah. So then there's some that are starting to say, you know what, we'd like to come back, but we don't want to come back for five days. We're not coming back for 50 hours a week, no way. Yeah. We're not coming back into these office farm set up. Like there's a lot of different bits and pieces, but, Anyone who didn't know they were an introvert, they certainly know now oh, yeah. from working from home. And anyone who didn't know they were an extrovert <laughs> sitting there talking to the walls <laughs> is finding out and they're doing 14 hours a day of, of Zoom <laughs> meetings. <laughs> so there's actually, I look at it as a really, really cool reset It's yep. a big opportunity for companies. Now, I think just touching on the OHS, I think there's been a bit of a blind eye toward how some of these home offices look, yep. um, which will need to be rectified. But when you actually look at them all coming back together, you need to think about, if we're gonna have three days a week or four days a week, how are we gonna organize our team meetings? Yeah. How are we gonna, where's the client's voice in all this if you're in any professional services business? Um, how are we gonna set our teams up so that our first third of their career graduate to five years are still learning? Like all yeah. the learning That's has a huge- stopped.
1: Absolutely. Now I
0: borrowed this. I'm going to admit it. I'm going to bu- I borrowed that line from a client the other day because he just he just said, I learned, like some of our learning, has stopped." And um, that's the second and third time I've heard that sort of thing. That there's the connection.
1: Oh, absolutely. As an article clerk, I sat outside the yeah, partner's office. The and I Heard him talking all day on the phone to clients all day yeah, and yeah. negotiating with yeah. us solicitors. And you you're learn, like, click, 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 you know. Yeah. But yes, if you're a baby lawyer or a baby anything. You're not getting that mentorship, yep. even if it's just by osmosis. Yep. You're missing out yep. on absolutely. I never thought of that.
0: It is uh, neither did I. you <laughs> the other day, but that these are all the little things that companies are thinking about right now. Um, I think it's really instructive to be uh, as far, aside from the legal framework requirements, to be understanding that these human beings are coming back, and it's been very weird and. They're gonna love some things about the office, but there's nothing that says everything has to stay. Or everything has to go. What I
1: can say, I'll be doing
0: team surveys right now. Well, you have to, you've gotta be um,
1: proactive because you can't just bring everyone back and let it all just- Good luck. Because I can guarantee if you've got um, introverts in your business that you didn't know were introverts, who've been locked away for three months or more, um, you're gonna have a real problem integrating them back into the business. There's either you're gonna have to do it slowly or you're going to have a lot of people sick um, having mental health days because it will just be a oh, bombardment yeah. on an introvert to be back at work. Everyone will be back work. for
0: two weeks and then they won't come back for a
1: month. That's <laughs> yes. right. No, really. You know, so I
0: think we can get into that in some more. We're going to have a bit of time. And you've got to yeah.
1: control the chatterboxes who've been missing out on the uh, social side it's of the work. The gossip.
0: You know, the, gossip, the, water, the water cooler, cooler conversations.
1: you have got to rein them in.
0: You do a little they're bit
1: they're going to be like out of the gates you know that'd
0: be a third or fourth order issue but i do think there is a risk that it does you know a lot of people have, have gotten used to this this sort of quiet environment yes. and all of a sudden if the gregarious people yep. come running around and carrying on you also got a good look at your productivity and you get to see how much time has been wasted in meetings and uh transit getting That's to true. and from work so there's a lot to think about uh, i do think there's a number of opportunities for businesses to reset the whole thing and Look at your floor space. Look at your headcount. Look at everything. Look at how people teams work together. There's a real opportunity, which we'd be happy to get give, into a give bit your more introverts
1: as well. And you know, I'm an introvert, so yeah. that's what I'm thinking about all the time. Set up off some offices that they can book, so they know that two mornings a week they can lock themselves away for a couple of hours and not get yep. inter- interrupted. Excellent. You know, going into Excellent. the open plan as an introvert, it's going to be overwhelming. There is a balance. Hundred percent. Without pandering to everyone, you know, yeah.
0: Can't run around with blank checks. That's cannot. that's a that's a key point. Yep. You can't run around playing checks and you have to be realistic about and be really strong communicating where the limitations are certainly to start and with.
1: And consistent actually. Are we out
0: of time on this segment? I think so. I don't know. Let's move on. Right. Um, so we, we don't necessarily have to go too much further in this. I think some of that's self evident, but the how are you gonna go how would you go getting on a train right now? Just, to go to the city.
1: What, from the nerve? what, from this? the peak hour. What, and who's going to want to do that? <clears throat> not many. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. So again, when I think about this, when I think about issues, it's going to be businesses who are not being proactive and putting plans in place after yep. speaking to their teams and then week one starts and it's a mess Pandemonium. because people are like, oh, I'm going to come on the late train and I'll be in at this time. and. Uh, I I need to have Thursday off because it's been too much for me and they're not going to tell you that they're just going to call in sick right Absolutely. and then you all you're going to do is be reactive you're going to be saying oh yeah okay Joe you can have this many days a week and you can oh okay you need to pick up the kids on this day put something in place that is fair that's consistent and say we are happy for all staff to have at least this many hours from home yep. here's the process for ap- applying here's the you know calendar that has to go in yep. here's you know client work comes first before whatever it is get it in place before the issues come yep. because if you're reactive you're going to be looking like you're playing favorites
0: that that's a big one like you create you create the disengagement but if you've got policies, you can always change them. Yeah, I think you can always soften them. The
1: big problem with flexible work as well is that especially young people without kids, they want flexible work too. And they get pretty resentful if they're seeing parents only getting flexible That's a work. Good point. There's actually no reason why everyone shouldn't get flexible work. So you can't pick and choose who you give this stuff to. Yeah, so
0: very, very clever. I'm really glad we're doing this show. <laughs> I'm not just sitting here on my own. This is a very good choice. Um, well done. All right. So I think we've, we've got. Uh, have we made some concise sense there at all? It's got to be something so. in there worth taking out.
1: I think so. But you know, everyone knows where to show. find us.
0: Everyone's giving us a, a, a wide berth. You know, well, they're not expected to do anything special today, are we? Yeah. All right. Let's move on.
1: Just sorry. The one thing oh. I do want to. I want to yeah. add. Yes. Is just you know on the productivity side, some really interesting um, conversations I've had with clients, and it's been really consistent that yeah. the first few weeks they could see it was about a twenty yep. percent drop in productivity. A drop. A drop.
0: There
1: you go. Talking about you know you can't just walk out of your office. You set
0: desks up. Go and, and do hey, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. what's
1: happening on this great done, tick yep, right? Yep. Um, the the flow was lost, and that was okay for three or four weeks but when we start talking about 20% of loss of productivity in a business over 3 months yeah, yeah. or 6 months it becomes really significant. So while a lot of businesses may have been scrambling to sort themselves out early on, hmm. if you're not working this out now and we've got another 6 months of, you know, yeah, upheaval, yeah. um it's going to seriously whack your business. So yep. you know, that 20% is really going to hit home at some point. So Get on top of it.
0: A lot of the companies we talk to also have had increases in productivity. So you know, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> it's true. Okay, um, I think well, I don't know, that was good enough. Um, so what I wanted to do today, and I'm hope you're okay with this, yes, is I wanted to talk about a couple of businesses in focus that have been in our orbit. Um, some of them we work with professionally. Some of them are just sort of our favourite haunts. Um, and I just wanted to have a bit of a chat about how they pivoted, that magic word Do pivoted. You have to, did I have, you have to say, say it? pivoted. It's actually in the contract that we must say pivoted at least <laughs> twice. Um, We've said it twice this now. This is the word for 2020 pivoted. Can we so, say something else? Um, what would you choose?
1: Reinvented, been resilient, been creative, showed grit.
0: Are they really the words you'd use to replace pivoted?
1: I don't know. I just really don't like Pivoted. Let's come
0: back with it next week. Uh, that's a very good idea though. Pivoted is a slightly overused word of 2020 um, as well as unprecedented. Um,
1: <laughs> no, I said that. <laughs> I know
0: you did. There's <laughs> nothing new under the sun, people. Um, so we can start with the beautiful surrounds of...
1: Farm Viganok. Or... Yes, they, oh, my, my, say so beautifully. My clients, there they are, Dave and Bart. This was when um, COVID hit looking pretty stressed in the office, sort of a bit of uh, nail, nail biting going on there about what are we gonna do beautiful beautiful surrounds That's stunning. and you know what these guys they run mostly an events business beautiful restaurant but you know events so basically within a matter of weeks they were just cut off at the knees yeah. and rather than roll over here's bart his um they've they've opened up he as
0: quite happy <laughs> yeah,
1: i think he liked it um opened up turned turned their business into a takeaway beautiful food obviously you know their kitchen was well prepared and pizza And what they did was instead of disconnecting from their community of customers and all of the people who they've got booked in for events over the next couple of years, actually doubled down and said, "Hey guys, we're not actually just going to roll over here. We are staying connected to our community. Um, Come in, grab a bite, go for a walk on our beautiful property, and you know, let's just keep moving." And I I think that they've just actually created this beautiful connection with the people who are gonna come back
0: yes, yes. and have
1: their events there.
0: Yeah, and build a bigger, maybe even a bigger community and uh, different, you know. That's right, and the way. boys it's know fantastic. when well we're right. ready, I'm bringing oh, okay. a bus
1: and we're having the biggest Absolutely. party. Absolutely, <laughs>
0: oh mate, that's gonna be the best party ever.
1: <laughs> but does lots of pizzas, lots of wine.
0: Okay, stop talking music. about that, it's lunchtime. We've um, gotta be optimistic. So the one I wanna to talk to, we don't actually have a graphic too, but I'll, a quick shout out to uh, Kidsco. Yes. Kidsco do school holiday. Pr- programs for uh, for I guess working working people they partner with really good businesses and if you can imagine 2 weeks before their school holidays it, it, virtually their whole industry disappeared in a day yep. you know cuz no one's going to be in a room together um, they put together a, uh, they went to all their clients, they put together a, a, an online l- and uh, program and it involved actually sending out really cool stuff for the kids to do and play with and paints and all these kind of things. So uh, I don't have any, any cool graphics today for Kids Co, but have a look at their. Uh, they're offering, and if you're a business thinking about school holiday programs, their pivot was unreal. Well, it was awesome
1: because they had, they unreal. knew that parents were home working, but they set up the Zooms, yeah, they set the kids up unreal. with what they needed, the materials to keep them busy during the day. It they was actually awesome. sent them
0: materials. Like it, it, you actually think about, so it's not just like they're they're watching uh, something on the ABC. They're actually doing yeah activities with a a real teacher on the video it was it was awesome so uh tip of my imaginary hat to to kids co they did very well uh what's who do we have here willsmere station our local our local um this is a a, a cafe restaurant that was uh that was not that long established in the area and was you know in a really competitive part of, of of town and all of a sudden no one's allowed to walk in the joint anymore so um really quick pivot to Uh, Like a lot of, a lot did, but he pivoted very quickly to getting some takeaway and and also like a little... Pantry. Pantry, that's the right word, pantry. And that was unbelievable you can see here in this graphic uh, the herald sun was quick to move and put an article together but it may have even been on the front page
1: it was and that was at the start of all of this where um it was before it became takeaway only That's and true. it was actually limiting numbers yes and what what they did was actually set up a private dining experience that it's pretty small little space anyway Come in with i think i can't remember what the numbers were but you know, come in with three or four of your mates. You've got the whole restaurant to yourself. Fantastic. Um, and that, re- that
0: two seat, they had two sittings a night. It was brilliant. Really it was personalised, brilliant. and yep. I
1: think people still mm. wanted to go out and support. And it feels like they've actually cemented their place yep. in in the area now by having done that. Oh, and their takeaway set menus, which unbelievable. we unbelievable. Enjoyed. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> uh, and the last is actually one a bit close to our hearts, um, yes. which is a a charity that we're involved with, which is Big Group Hug. Yes. Um, and we've been involved with them for a little while now. They're a wonderful group of people. Yes. Uh, and I'll throw to you for some.
1: Oh look, this one is, you know we're talking about businesses before, the three that we mentioned, we, we just wanted to really show it we're backing these businesses that have, like I said, got the grit. They didn't just say, yeah. cut, put, put their hands up and say this is all too hard. They've actually doubled down and worked really hard and there are businesses all over Australia that have done that and that are doing that and they have our absolute respect. We love seeing that. Big group hug, this is an absolute plug. This is an amazing organisation that actually helps People in the most tangible way. Yeah, yeah. Kids, mums, families. You know, social workers go in there and say, "I've got a mum. She's got this many kids, or a new baby coming, and has nothing—not a nappy, not a cot." And these guys mobilise and um, and get the stuff into these households. So, you'll see up there some numbers. They've actually really made a difference in our community. So, it's coming up to tax time. If if you want to make some donations, this is the place that we would say to do it to. Obviously with COVID there's a lot of um, poverty at the moment in the community and they have seen a massive uptick in requests for um, all sorts of things so yeah. Yeah, please support them um, and, and also keep supporting your local businesses just like the ones that we mentioned yeah. because they're doing it tough and they're not going out quietly And um, and we just have to all get behind them.
0: We do indeed and I want to just reiterate exactly what Laura said, the, the direct uh, if you go on a Big Group Hub, big group hub web, website, you can see that there's some direct information about what your donations would contribute to. Uh, it doesn't get lost in the system in there. They're, they're very, very direct. So I, I definitely second those, those thoughts. Well, I'm all at sea as to how we're going for time. Uh, you know, this is like an old TV trick, you know, have we got time? Is we got time? Have we still got time? We've got time. Is there anything you wanted to add today in your experience of the first time looking at the barrel of a camera like this together?
1: You know what I think it's missing is that, that the tangible feedback and- Yes. You know, <laughs> we talk a lot in our businesses. That's
0: an outrageous accusation.
1: <laughs> We're on the phone to clients all day long and so, you know, you're on the pulse. So I think what's coming out of this for me is that I would really like to continue these conversations um, online, you know, through our profiles or through tickers, Ticker's profile. So if there's something we've talked about today that's hit a nerve, like if you think the corporate kiss is, you know, Brilliant and should be <laughs> come at me, let's let's discuss it.
0: Um, <laughs> don't, don't at me.
1: <laughs> or or if your business has done something really cool and is planning for Absolutely. return to the office, Absolutely. let's share it. I think um, we're in a really although we're in a really difficult period as business owners, mm. this is actually a really amazing period. I've seen a lot of generosity, a lot of yeah, sharing yeah, between yeah. businesses. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is a good time to share information and, and experiences and knowledge.
0: Agreed. No, I totally agree. What Laura said is exactly right all the time. Um, we, do, we do think that. So, thank you for checking us out today. Uh, like I said, we've we got, we got no clocks or anything in here, we're just basically in a box and we'll work it out as we go. Uh, check us out on all the multiple social media. How many, I've about 150 social media channels. Or if something, you need to find it? us, you can. Uh, all Founders Podcast on all those places as well. You can find us anywhere, anyway. You can see where we are. But
1: yeah, look, but talk to us. Talk to us online and, 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 and tell us what you think.
0: Yeah, you can yell at us if you want. Just be nice. Uh, thank you very much for watching and we'll be back next week, I think.
1: There are now more ways to watch Ticker. Download our apps for Apple and Android devices. We're live on Twitter and YouTube Live.
0: And you can catch us on Amazon Alexa and Google Home. Head to the Ticker website for more.